else. And yesterday, down here praying, buddy, God just uh, reading the Bible. Amen. I said, reading the Bible. God give us something. Amen. Uh, I wanted to come in here and make everybody feel happy. Is everybody all right? I may be doing a little teaching this morning. But I'm going to obey the Lord. I trust you to do the same. I, 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 just, I, I love him this morning. He knows what we need. We're going to be in the book of Hosea. Amen. And something the Lord showed me in here, and uh, I've never preached on this these verses, I don't reckon. Um, never seen this. And I want to help you this morning. Amen. I want to help you in your walk with the Lord. Amen. If you're here, amen, and, and you're a child of God and you're backslid, I want to help you. Amen. If you're here and you're lost, amen. I, I, hey, I want to see you get saved. If you've never, if you've never called out on Jesus Christ and asked him, amen, in a puddle of tears to forgive you of your sin, free and you're lost and on your way to hell. Is everybody all right? Ain't sugarcoating it. Amen. Got enough of that going on in the world today. Somebody say amen. If you're here and you're battling demons, amen, I want you to know something today. Amen. There's somebody, amen, that's got more power than all in hell. Somebody say amen. Amen. I'm telling you even the demons the Bible said amen. Believe in Jesus Christ and they fear his name. Hallelujah. Amen goes right there. In the book of Hosea amen we're dealing with a bunch of people. Amen on the outside. Amen they're prospering. They look good. Amen. They look like they've got it made. Amen but on the inside they're miserable, they're wicked, they're ungodly, they're backslid on God, they're not worshiping God, they're not praising God, they're not living like they ought to. Somebody say amen right there. Amen. Just give you a little background this book right here, book of Hosea. Well, outwardly, outwardly everything looks good. Outwardly. You wouldn't know anything was wrong. Outwardly, according to the world standard, Jonathan, they were doing okay. But inside, amen, according to what God looks at, see, God, the Bible says that God looks on the heart. Amen goes right there. God looks on the heart. God sees where we stand with him. He's not worried about where we stand in the world. Is everybody okay? Amen, God knows what we need as far as the world goes. And so as I begin to look at the book of Hosea, amen, in the first few chapters there, but he's laying it down pretty hard. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? He's laying it down pretty hard to them. And I want to help you this morning. I mean that. Amen. Never seen this. Amen. And, 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 and I hope it'll help you. Amen is all I can tell you. And then we get down to, to chapter number four and God begins to talk to him a little bit. And I want to start reading in chapter four of the book of Hosea. Verse number one says this. 
It says, hear the word of the Lord. Amen. You need to hear what God's trying to say to you. You got that? Is everybody okay? Hear the word of the Lord. Hear what God is trying to speak to you. Hear this Bible. Amen. Whatever this Bible tells you, amen, you do it. Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet this morning. Amen. He said, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. Amen. For the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. I believe we can say for sure today, America, that God has a controversy with the inhabitants of this land. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? There, there's some things going on in the, in the land that, of the free and the home of the brave. Amen, that God, God don't approve of. Is everybody all right? God's got a controversy Amen, with what's going on in America. But what's worse than that, amen, is God, I believe with all my heart, has a controversy with what's going on in a lot of what we would call the Lord's house. The house of God, the church. Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet this morning. God's got a controversy with what's going on in a lot of buildings this morning across this land that call themselves a church. I'll even go a little farther. Y'all know me. I believe, I believe, I believe, Big John, with everything in me. I know, amen, ain't a a doubt in my mind. God has got a controversy, not only with the land, not not only with what's going on in churches, but I believe God's got a controversy with what's going on in a lot of children of God's homes. Is everybody okay? God's not approving of some of the lifestyle. Somebody say amen. And preachers have refused to preach against sin. Is everybody all right? We'll know why we're in the mess we're in. Is everybody okay? So the Bible said right here in verse number one in chapter number four, he said, hear the word of the Lord. Pay attention to what God's trying to say to you. Understand it, amen. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, amen. I wouldn't dare change the Bible, but you can put you children of America. You can put you children of God right there. You can put anything right there just about, amen, because God's got a controversy with a lot of what's going on in people's homes. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, for the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Now here it is. Why? Because there is no truth. Wow. Does that not sound like where we're living? Is everybody all right? No truth in the land anymore. Is everybody okay? Amen. The things that the things that I know are right. Man, they're, 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 they're telling me they're wrong. And the things that and the things, Tyler Busby, that I know that I know are wrong. They're telling me it's okay to do. Is everybody okay? All this ungodliness. Let's read on. He said, said, because there is no truth, nor mercy, and listen, nor knowledge of God in the land. Is everybody okay? 
Boy, they know everything else. They send them to school, and the school tells them all kinds of wicked things, amen, that goes against the Word of God. They won't teach them about God. Is everybody okay? They'll teach them how to be a Muslim. They'll teach them how to be Islam. They'll teach them how to worship a pig. They'll teach them how to act like a dog. They'll teach little boys they can be little girls. They'll teach little girls it's okay to be a boy. That's wicked. That's out of hell. And that ain't true. Amen. There's no knowledge of God anymore in the land. Is everybody all right? The Bible said there will come a time when they will call good evil and evil good. We're here. Preacher, don't preach like that. That's what's wrong with America. That's what's wrong with the church. Hey, men, men ain't got no backbone no more. Is everybody all right? Hey, men, there's no knowledge of God in the land. They've got this, they've got this easy believism garbage. Is everybody all right? They'll tell you God is love, and he is. They'll tell you God is merciful, and he is. They'll tell you God's forgiven, and he is. But they won't tell you God's a just God. God's a jealous God. Is everybody all right? God's a God of judgment. The Bible said he's a God of wrath. They won't tell you that. They won't tell you that he hates sin. Is everybody okay? God hates sin. Read your Bible. You'll find out God hates sin. Amen. Angry. Angry with the wicked every day. Every day. So as I look at these scriptures, and I look at what's going on, and I look at how, how churches have backslid, I mean, I mean, hey, let's just be honest. Today, after, after 1201, after 1201, most, most houses, amen, buildings that they call churches will dismiss at 1201, they will dismiss and they will not meet back till next Sunday and, and they say they're getting enough of God. In this wicked world, what we need is more church, not less church. We need more God, not less God. What we need is more preaching, more preaching, more Holy Ghost preaching, not less. Amen. Because this world's wicked. You know what he said? You know what he said over St. Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14? He said, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from what? Not their happy ways, not their easy living ways, their wicked ways. Amen, people are living wicked and ungodly and they wonder why in the world where America's in the mess it's in. And their families are falling apart. It's because they're living wicked. Got wicked ways. Everybody all right? Evil. Ungodly. Unholy. Amen. I know we're not going to live sinless. I'm not preaching that. But there's no knowledge of God in the land anymore. And I go down and I look at verse number 6. He said in chapter 4, my people are destroyed. Destroyed. Children of God were destroyed for lack of knowledge 
Amen. He's not talking about the knowledge of the world. He's talking about the knowledge of God. People don't learn about God anymore. People don't want to hear about God anymore. People don't want to know that there's a God of judgment and a God of wrath and a God sitting on the throne. They've been beholding the good and the evil. That's what the Bible tells us. Is everybody all right? He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. It would be one thing if he stopped right here. I will also reject thee. You, you reject God, you reject the knowledge of God, you reject the word of God, it tells us how to live, and we just push it to the side. He said, you could do that. He said, that's fine, go ahead. He said, you reject, your, you reject what this says, you reject the knowledge of God that tells you what's right and what's wrong. He said, I'll reject you. He said, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. Uh-oh. Now, now, somebody says, now he's crossing the line. He's God. He can cross that line. Amen. Is everybody all right? He said, because you've forgotten the law of God, you've forgotten what you've been taught, you've forgotten what you've been... What, what, what you've been raised under. You've forgotten the law of God. He said, he said therefore, he said, he said, because thou, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of God, I will also forget thy children. Wow. God help us. Any mamas in here? Any daddies in here? Any aunts? Any uncles? Anybody hoping to be a mama or a daddy? God help me. To live a life that God would not forget my children. Is everybody okay? Help me to live a life holy, acceptable unto God. Amen. So that when I'm old, amen, and my children are coming along, and my grandchildren are coming along, amen, there'll be a God that they can run to, and he won't forget them. He'll protect them. He will deal with them. And one day they can be saved. And miss the devil's hell. Is everybody okay? I don't want him to forget my children. I don't know about y'all. Amen. So I'm going to do my best to find out what the Word of God says. I'm going to do my best to live how this Bible says. So listen to this. He said, I will forget thy children. He said, as they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. Hosea chapter 6, or cha yeah, chapter 6, verse 6 says, For I desired mercy and not sacrifice, and knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30 says this, says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, Right? And I will give you rest. I will give you rest. He said in verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of, this is Jesus speaking. Learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart 
and ye shall find rest unto your souls. You're battling things on the inside. Amen. And I'm telling you, the only way to victory for you in your life is to learn about this Savior. Learn about God. Learn what the Word of God says. Find out what God's got to say about it. That's it. That's it. You're not going to get it out there. You're not going to find it in schools. You're not going to find it down at the bar rooms. You're not going to find it on social media. You're going to find it in the Word of God. Find it out about God, what God's got to say. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, you're burdened. You're, you're, you're bent over burdens so bad. And this is what they're going through. They're, 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 they're battling, amen, they're battling inside, internal problems on the inside. Outside everything's put together. Outside the hair's fixed right. Outside the clothes are pressed just right. Outside, amen, they got the perfume on and they smell right. But on the inside they stink. They stink because they're full of dead men's bones. And they're battling demons. That's what's going on here in Hosea. That's what's going on in America. That's what's going on in a lot of places they call churches today that are not. Is everybody okay that want to feed to the flesh? Is everybody okay? Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 says study. Study. That, 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 that word means labor. That word learn, that word learn, I looked at it, that is a verb. Did you know that? That is an action word. It's going to take some action on your part to learn about God and find out God's will and God's purpose for your life. It's going to take some studying. It's going to take some seeking. It's going to take some labor on your part. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman, a workman, somebody not afraid to get their hands dirty in the work of the Lord. Somebody not afraid to get their hands dirty in the word of God. Amen. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Amen. Here they are. Here they are. I mean, buddy, God's people. God's blessed them. I mean, buddy, they're blessed beyond measure. Amen. They're all riding around in new chariots. Amen. They all got new little shanties and new houses. Amen. Is everybody okay? Some of them got new little canoes. Amen. They got new cane poles and they go fishing all the time and everything's hunky-dory on the outside. But on the inside, they're battling. That's what's going on in Hosea's time. Amen. And they're sinning against God. And they're fighting demons. Amen. Want to know why people's killing themselves? Amen. In the day in which we live, we've got more than we've ever had. Amen. Suicide running rampant. Amen. It's because they ain't got no peace. They don't know the Prince of Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. That's what the Bible says. They have no peace. Amen. Millionaires kill themselves. Got anything the world's got to offer, but it ain't satisfying. Wonder why. Everything looks good outside. So, he said, verse 11, hoard them in wine and new wine, take away the heart. Wow. Wow. Got everything. You could ever hope for, and you ain't satisfied. 
Is everybody okay? And so as I begin to look at that, I, different things, and, and, and the judgment of God's coming on these people. And God has a few, few words for them. I believe he's got some for folks here today. I believe he's got some for America. And if it ain't for you today, you pray for the one it is for. Is everybody okay? Huh? But ain't a doubt in my mind. God didn't just give me this, trouble me with this, and show me this. This will help you today if you'll take it and do it. Remember, learning is a verb, an action word. It's going to take some interaction on your part. He said in chapter 5, and I'm moving along, verse number 10, the prince of Judah, the princes of Judah were like them that removed the bound. Uh-oh. They removed the bound. Well, if we ain't living in that day, when our government, our people that are in charge, that are supposed to make laws to protect us, is everybody all right? Y'all quiet this morning. They're, they're, they're moving the boundaries now. Things that were used to be wrong, you know, it used to be wrong to run in a store with a garbage can and start filling it up with stuff and run out without paying for it. That used to be, people used to go to jail for that. Now, if you live in California, it's okay. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet this morning. Hey, man, they removed the bounds. They removed the boundaries. There's no penalty anymore. My Bible tells me there's still a penalty for sin. Amen. Is everybody okay? <laughs> and so our government, our people who are in charge, amen, they're passing laws that, that tell us things that we know. We know as a, as a, as a godly society, as a person, amen, that's indwelt, that has the Holy Ghost of God living within them, we know it's wrong, and they're telling us it's okay. They're telling us, don't say nothing. Don't, don't say nothing. You'll offend them. <laughs> well, I'm in the offending business. You know what my job is to do? Reprove and rebuke and exhort. Ain't that what he said? Two-thirds of my job is to make you uncomfortable and rub you the wrong way. Is everybody all right? Hey, we'll get to exhorting later. Amen. I love my children. I love my grandchildren. I love my wife. I love my family. I love my friends. Amen. I want to see them in heaven. Amen. Don't tell me you love somebody and you ain't concerned enough about their soul and their eternity to tell them about Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? They're going to wind up in hell. Amen. Because you love them so much. Is everybody okay? They're going to wind up in hell because you just loved them so much. Amen. You was not concerned enough about them to tell them about Christ and try to win them to the Lord. Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet. So he said, he said they've removed the bounds. Therefore, well, I will pour out my wrath upon them like water. They don't want you to hear this part. They want you to hear the part of, for God so loved the world, and he did, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
Amen. They want you to hear that. They want you to hear there is a way out, and there is. And once you get there, there's some, there's some, there's some working on your part. It's not to keep your salvation. You're saved, you're going to heaven. I don't care how wicked you live. I don't care how ungodly you are. If you ever got saved, you're saved, you're sealed to the day of redemption, you are going to heaven. My only problem is who you're going to take with you. How many are you taking with you? Or how many is your lifestyle uh, 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 pushing away? Talk to me, church. So he said, he said they removed the bounds. He said, therefore will I pour out my wrath upon them like water. He said, Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment. What he's, that's not, now listen to me, you've got to understand. He's not talking about they're broken in the judgment of God. They're broken in their judgment about what's right and wrong, about what's acceptable. Listen to this. He said, Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he willingly, he willingly walked after the commandment. He's not talking about the commandments of God. What the, what the princes set forth and said was acceptable, they willingly, they willingly ran and walked after those things and they knew they was wrong. Now he's getting to the church. He's telling the church. He's saying things you know was wrong just because the world says it was okay, you willingly walked after it. Amen? He said, he said in Matthew chapter Chapter 15, verse 7, listen to this. Matthew chapter 15, verse 7 through 9 says, Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, verse 8, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Now listen to this, but in vain, in vain, they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And that's where a lot of them's at today. And the, and, the, and the church and the people that know better are willingly walking after that. And here's what God said. Here's what God said, child of God. You listen. You listen, God's child. You listen, you listen, mama, daddy. Amen. You listen, you, you that are struggling. Listen to what he said in verse 15. The last verse of this chapter. This is also the last verse in my, on this page in my Bible. He said, I will. This is God speaking to them. After he's pointed out their wickedness, their sin, amen, and told them all that they've done, how they walked out against him, how they've accepted the ways of the world, even though they know they was wrong, they run after what the, uh, 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 the court said was okay when they know it was wrong. He said, I will, verse 15, I will go and return to my place. What's he saying? God said, I'm going to withdraw from you. God said, I'm going to withdraw. I'm going to withhold. I'm going to go away. Amen. I'm going to take my spirit away from you. I will go and return to my place. Everybody okay? God said, I'm going to pull back. I pointed out, God said, I pointed out your fault. 
And somebody said, well, see, that's what I hate about it. Everybody's always pointing out my fault. Let me tell you something. God has every right to point out our thoughts. God can point out all of our thoughts. Why? Because he's God. Amen. He don't need an excuse. He don't need a reason. He's God. Amen. And that right there says it all. God's the only one, amen, that can look down here and see all of our faults and point every one of them out, and we have no reason to get mad at God because he tells us our faults. Shows us where we're wrong. He's God. Buddy, we better start exalting him like he is God. Amen, we treat him, amen, like he's our buddy. Amen, he's not your buddy, he's God. He's not your buddy, he's your Savior. He's not your buddy, he's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, he's the first and the last. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He's God. He's God. So he says, I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense. Wow. It's easy to point out other people's faults. Right? Everybody else's shortcomings. What everybody else has done wrong. He said, he said, until they acknowledge their offense and seek my face in their affliction, they will seek me early. And I looked at that, Brother Darrell, and I thought about Daniel, that prayer Daniel prayed. Over in chapter 6, no, anyway, Daniel begins to pray. There's about 150 years difference between Daniel and Hosea. Hosea was written about 150 years before Daniel began to pray, before Daniel began to see all the things that Hosea was telling was coming. Everybody all right? Everybody okay? Something like that. And Daniel begins his prayer. Let me just read a little bit of it. in chapter 9. And we'll start, for sake of time, we'll start reading in chapter 9, verse 3 in the book of Daniel. He said, And I set my face unto the Lord God. Amen. Have you set your face towards God today? Or are you still looking at the things of the world? Talk to him, the church. He said, I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And listen to this right here. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession. Wow. First thing Daniel done was started confessing his own faults before he even began to talk about anybody else. Most of us won't tell God what everybody else has done or hadn't done. How everybody else is living or how they ain't living. Is everybody okay? Amen, it ain't never our fault. Somebody say amen, and here's Daniel. Daniel, one of the most greatest men in the Bible. Amen, ought to be one of your heroes. Somebody say amen. Here's Daniel. Amen, he's starting out to pray, and the first thing he does is start confessing his faults. He ain't blaming the church. He ain't blaming the preacher. He ain't blaming the deacon. He ain't blaming the Sunday school teacher. He ain't blaming the singers. He ain't blaming this one or that one. Amen, he begins to confess his faults. He said, now I made confession. 
and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant of mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. And listen to what he said. We have sinned. You know what he didn't say? They have sinned. He didn't say they. He said we. Amen. Until we can acknowledge, amen, that we need God. Amen. And it's our fault. Amen. When we fall away from God. Amen. There's a church sign over there. Said if you can't feel God, guess who moved? God ain't moved. God ain't went nowhere. God's the same yesterday and today. Amen. He does not change. Amen. He's not going to walk out and sin with you. He's going to stay right here. Amen. Where you can find him. Where you walked off from him. Somebody say amen. Daniel did not point fingers. And so, back over in Hosea, chapter number 5, verse number 15, God said, I'm going to withdraw from you. God said, I'm going to go back to where I was at, to my place, until you repent. That's what he's saying. Until you make acknowledgments, until you get it right, he said, I'm going to draw back as long as you want to live wicked and ungodly, as long as you want to be perverted, amen, and do the things of the world. He said, you go right ahead, but you're not going to do it with my presence in your life. Is everybody okay? And I looked at that. Brother John, I looked at that. Brother Darrell, they jumped off the page it just happened. Verse 15. Verse 15, nephew. That's where I'm at. In my King James Bible, and I know everybody, a lot of King James Bibles are a little different, but in mine, it's the last verse. Amen, and all of them will be the last verse of the chapter. But it's the last verse on the page. The last verse on the page of corruption, the last verse on the page of shame, it's the last verse on the page, amen, of fear and trembling because of the demons they're fighting, it's the last verse on the page of my Bible, amen, where the hand of God has pulled away, it's the last verse Amen, on the page. Amen, where the judgment of God is falling and the wrath of God is coming down and the chastisement of God is coming down. It's the last per- verse on the page where all the shame is mentioned, where all the faults at. It's the last verse on the page. And you know what I said? Turn the page. Y'all missed it. You know what some of y'all need to do with your fear, with your doubt, Amen, with your shame. Amen, with the way you're living. Amen, with the chastisement of God on your life. Amen, you need to say today's the last day. Amen, that I'm going to live like this. Today's the last day. I'm going to feel that shame. Today's the last day. I'm going to walk around in fear. Amen, of the demons I'm fighting. The last day's the last day. I'm turning the page. I'm turning the page. I'm turning the page. And you know what happened when I turned the page, Big John? I got over there in the very top verse, in the very top of the page, of the next page of my Bible and of your life. It starts a brand new chapter. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't getting it. Some of y'all's going to stay back there 
over there in chapter 5 in that last verse number 15 away from the presence of God amen being chastised by God because you simply refuse to turn the page of your life in that very next chapter that very first verse that very first verse in the very next chapter, after I have turned the page, turn the page on your shame today. Turn the page on your guilt. Turn the page on your filth. Turn the page on your lifestyle and see what the next chapter has. And here it is. The very first word. Come. Come. Come, it's time for some of y'all start a new chapter. It's time for some of y'all just turn the page. Amen, over your wicked lifestyle. My people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from what? Their wicked ways. God ain't hearing me because you're living wicked. Everybody okay? Come and let us return. Start a new chapter in your life. Start it with God. Start it with Christ. Start it with the church. Start it with Holy Ghost preaching, beating you up every Sunday. Somebody say amen, rubbing you the wrong way, pointing out sin in your life, pointing out the demons, amen, that you're fighting, running them off. Start a new chapter in your life. Turn that page. Put that behind you, amen, and say, I'm going to go with God. Come, let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn. God's chastised some of us, hasn't he? Amen. And he will heal us. Hallelujah. He's the great healer. Amen. I'm telling you, if some of y'all just get enough courage to turn the page, there's no telling what God might do in your life. Start a new chapter with him. Is everybody okay? He said, come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn. God's trying to get your attention. Yes, God's ripped some things out of your life. God's tore some things up in your life. Amen, but he will heal you, glory to God. Hallelujah. He will heal you physically, he can heal you mentally, and he will heal you spiritually. He's the great healer. He's the great physician. For he hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten. Y'all feel like, some of y'all feel like you've been smitten by God? Everybody all right? Huh? Well, we, we hold on to our past and we keep repeating the same mistakes. We keep letting it eat at us. We keep letting it build up our shame. It's time to turn the page on that. Amen. Ask God to forgive you and move forward. Is everybody okay? That's right. Turn the page, baby. Amen. He said, he hath smitten and he will bind us up. Amen. He will bind us up. He will strengthen us today. Listen to this in verse 2. After two days, he will revive us. What's he mean after two days? God wants to make sure you got a little bit of dedication in your life. Somebody say amen. 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 God, you know, you know that crowd. Get a case of do better, you see them for a day or two, and then they're gone. God wants to make sure we're going to be faithful. 
He said, after two days. The first day, God says, okay, maybe you mean it. Second time, second day goes along. Somebody says, what do you mean? Well, you know, the Bible says one day with the Lord is a thousand years. It might take a thousand years for you to get there, but hey, is everybody okay? No, what does that mean? God's, God's wanting to give us a space to make sure we're going to be dedicated and faithful and we mean what we say. We mean we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna turn that page. We mean we're going to move on, amen, to the next chapter in our life with him. He said, after two days, he will revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up. Hallelujah, right there. Amen. He'll pick us up out of our misery. He'll pick us up out of our lonely. Somebody say amen. He'll pick us up out of our discouragement. He will lift us up. He will raise us up. Amen, but we've got to stay faithful to him. We've got to be willing to turn the page. Amen, and not let it come back up in our life. Somebody said, what happens if it does? Amen, you repent again. Amen, you say, God, I'm sorry. God, it popped up. God, help me, God, next time it comes around, not to yield to it. Somebody say amen. Amen, it ain't God's fault. He will rise us up. We shall live and we shall live in his sight. And you know what? The Bible tells us that God can't look on sin. If we're living in sin, I don't want to get too far out. Somebody say amen right there. He said then, verse 3, when God has come, when we, when we have returned to the Lord and we've been faithful for a while, and we've stayed true to our, to our promises to God. See, God's not slack concerning his promise to us. Is everybody all right? But his long suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come unto what? What? Repentance. Problem with most folks, they say, Lord, forgive me, but they don't repent. What does repent mean? That means to turn away from something. Amen. We don't turn away from that. Chapter 5, verse 15. We're not turning the page. We say, oh God, I'm sorry. Oh God, forgive me, but we never, we never turn the page. And we stay back there in corruption. We stay back there in wickedness. We stay back there in, in a lifestyle that God's not pleased with. Is everybody okay? Like I told you the other week, the things the world says is, is okay, God's word condemns. The things the world will teach you that are okay, God's word condemns. I know this ain't worship center preaching. I'm not a worship center preacher. I am an independent, fundamental Baptist preacher, Holy Ghost filled. Somebody say amen. I preach against sin. I preach against anything that wiggles. I preach against everything that's wrong. Amen. And sometimes I preach it, amen, and it hits me too. Somebody say amen right there. I'm not above it. I'm not beyond it. Amen. I have to repent daily just like you should. I'm not telling you I'm perfect. I'm telling you what's right. He said, then shall we know, verse 3, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. Amen. Learn of me. Learn, Jesus said, learn of me. You want to know why you're so burdened down? It's because you're not learning of him. You lack the knowledge of God. 
That's what's wrong with the world. That's what's wrong with a lot of the church houses. That's what's wrong with a lot of families. They have no knowledge of God in them. Is everybody okay? The only preaching they get, only knowledge they get is when they, when, they, when they finally show up at church every six months and they hear one message. I can't live that close. I need more than two services a year. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? He said, then shall we know if we follow on. If we follow on. Amen. Some of y'all need to follow on. Some of y'all need to follow on. Amen. To know the Lord. Amen. Turn the page. Get to know your God. Get to know your Bible. Get to know holiness. Get to know righteousness. Get to know what's right. Amen. Turn from what's wicked. Turn from what's wrong. Start a new chapter in your life today with God, with the Bible, with what's right, with what's holy. Somebody say amen. Make some changes in your life. Turn the page. Turn the page, Jesse. I want you to make sure I ain't lying. Chapter 5 of Hosea, verse 15, last verse on the page, ain't it? And what does that say? Turn the, God's amazing. Turn the page. Look what's that. Chapter 6, verse 1. Start right there, brand new chapter, Tyler Busby. Ansley, look at that. Uncle Pokey don't lie. Everybody okay? That's right. Turn the page. Some of y'all just need to turn the page. He said if we follow on to know the Lord, listen, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and here it is, and he shall come unto us. Verse 15, God said, I'm going to return to my place. I'm going to withdraw from you till you repent. I'm going to withdraw from you till you get out of your wickedness. I'm going back to my place. Amen. Until you acknowledge and until you start to seek my face. Everybody okay? That's why I just, I just want to make sure you're my Sunday school teacher. Verse 15, chapter 5. Turn to, ain't that right? Look at that. Chapter 6, verse 1, right there at the top of the page. Top of the page. He said, He shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain under the earth. You know what God wants to do this morning? God wants to come to you. God wants to come to you. As long as you stay back there in wicked world. As long as you stay back there can't get over that lifestyle in chapter 5 and all the chapters before that, all the judgment, all the harshness. And we know, we know the rest of the story about Hosea. We're not going there. But buddy, if they just started that new chapter right there and went to him, run to Jesus. Amen. This morning, this morning, I would ask you, are you willing Say, okay, God, I see now. I'm going to have to be a little more like Daniel. I'm going to have to start confessing my faults to you instead of everybody else's. Daniel didn't blame everybody else. 
Daniel said, okay, I got to confess my sin. Oh, Webster's 18.28, learning is a verb, it's an interaction. And at the end of the thing, Noah Webster said this. He said, it is much easier. Listen at this. This is amazing. This is going to blow your mind, child of God. This man could quote the Bible chapter and verse. The dictionary, amen, that our country's founded on, the man that wrote the, the, the definition, a lot of them he got from the Bible, could quote the Bible chapter and verse. He says this about learning. He said, it is much easier to learn what is right than to unlearn what is wrong. Wow. Ain't that amazing? Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth, though? It's easier when you start out just learning what's right, being taught what's right. You know what's right, you know what's wrong. Then when when you're taught something that's wrong, and you're living something that's wrong. It's much harder to unlearn that. To unwind that. To undo that. Amen. Hey, I love you. God loves you. Amen. I know it might have started out hard. But man, God give us hope. He said, he said come. Start your new chapter in your life today with God. Come. Let us return unto the Lord. I want to ask you a question. You don't have to raise your hand. How many in here? We could probably all raise our hand, but how many in here, really, when you sit down today and you take inventory of your life, where you're at, where you, where you stand with God today? Amen. Would it be as close or closer than you've ever been? Are you in a place farther away from God and living for God than you've ever been? If that be the case, friend, what you need to do is turn the page. Turn this page of your life, put it behind you, move forward with God. Start your relationship with God. Start start your repenting. If you're a child of God, you've backslid. Start, start your, start your uh, uh, way back to being in fellowship with God. Everybody okay? See, God is light, the Bible says, and in him is no darkness at all. At all. If we walk in darkness and say that we have fellowship with him, we lie and do not the truth. Amen. But he said if we walk in the light as God is in the light, then do we have fellowship one with another. Is everybody okay? It's time this morning for some of y'all lay aside your pride. Turn the page. Go on and admit to God. You ain't got to admit to me anything. I'm not your priest. I'm not your high priest. We have one. His name is Jesus Christ. After the order of Melchizedek, he's going to be that one forever. He's the one you confess to. He's the one that can help you. He's, matter of fact, he's the only one that can help us. Somebody make your way to the piano. Tell you what, Rachel, come sing in the middle of my song. I just feel like maybe need to sing that. This morning, this morning, 
This world's in trouble. Why? Because there's no knowledge of God in it. Romans, Romans chapter 12 tells us, he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be ye not, listen to this, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. How do you do that? Through his word. Studying to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, laboring, laboring in the scriptures, not wrestling with the scriptures. Somebody say, laboring in them, Hey, you know why we wrestle with them? Because we want to live contrary to them. Is everybody okay? I love you. Praying for everybody in here. I'm going to look around. There's not one person. Not one I'm looking at every one of y'all, not one of y'all that I have not called your name out to God this week more than once or twice. Not one of you. I don't care if you're a member of this church or not. Not a one of you that I've not cried over this week. Not a one. From the littlest ones to the biggest ones, from the youngest ones, to the oldest ones. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Every one of you, every one of you, I don't care. I don't care if you've been here one time, 20 times, or thousands of times. And there's some that ain't here that I've wept over. But every one of y'all I have, I want you to know him. I want you to know him. I want you to have that peace that comes from a relationship with him. Amen. I don't want you stuck back there in shame and confusion and fear. I want you to turn that page. And I want you to start a new chapter in your life with Jesus Christ. And I believe everything in me, that's God's will for your life today, for you to start a new chapter with him and get out of whatever it is that's hindering you, that's got you afraid, that's got you bound down. Amen? Hey, I love you this morning. I do. I got to hush. Would you stand to your feet?